Hi, this is Nigel Davy of SME Needs. And this is Laura McCarry at The Hidden Edge. And this is one of our 10-minute business podcasts. Today, we're talking with Sharon Davies, the Young Enterprise CEO, about the purpose of Young Enterprise within the UK. Hi, Sharon, and, and thanks for coming on to our podcast. So Young Enterprise has been around for years. So I remember doing it back in the 80s, so a, a very long time ago. And both Laura and I have been volunteers for, for a number of years. Can you give our listeners a brief summary of what you envisage Young Enterprise achieving under your stewardship? Yeah, sure. Hello, Nigel and Laura. Thanks for inviting me to take part today. Um, it's great. And thank you also for your long-standing support of, of Young Enterprise. And it's a great question to start off. What is a crucial decade, for really, for, for the UK? Um, I think as we look ahead in the next 10 years to 2030, um, it's in no time at all, actually. But young people will need access to the work skills for a f- working future in 2030 that, that, that might look quite different. And we might be looking at careers that aren't invented yet, but they will. So they'll need key skills like adaptability, resilience, good communication, res, you know, relationships. And so those key skills are really, really important. But we're also at a time where income inequality within the UK is probably is its highest by international standards. Regional inequality is higher than any other large wealthy country. And life expectancy in more affluent areas of the UK is, is almost 10 years longer than those in, in more deprived areas. So we, 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 we've got a country that actually is quite um, unequal in lots and lots of ways. And yet our driver as, a, as an organisation is to pro- provide young people with those opportunities to develop those skills because access to opportunity is the most precious commodity access to to, to opportunity makes a difference. It can transform young people's lives. Um, It can transform futures. I am here today because of a break that someone gave me. And so I know that firsthand. So those opportunities to develop transferable skills should be given to all young people. Sadly, they're not available to all young people. And because of that, lots of young people don't get the fair start that they deserve. And I believe as the start of this new decade, um, it offers Young Enterprise a really fantastic opportunity to connect, collaborate with teachers, volunteers from the world of business and other sectors. This organisation started in 1963, so will be 60 years old in, um, in, uh, in 2023. So working collaboratively to help that and equip those young people to develop the skills and financial capability to support themselves their families and their communities. Sharon, you mentioned um, that you were giving you were giving a push in the right direction. Really like to hear some more about that. So yeah, so I left home uh, quite early, so about 16, 17 when I left home and uh, kind of bounced around a lot um, in in the northwest. So lived in Manchester, various different jobs, moved to Birkenhead. Ended up working in a quick save, which you might might know of. It was a it was a supermarket. It was heavily remember. North. <laughs> remember the quick save. And very very quickly, um, I was a cashier in the quick save, and one of the jobs you had to do was kind of keep the outside very tidy. And we had to just have a group of lads that used to come in with bikes on bikes, throw eggs in the uh, in the in the lobby part of the um, the supermarket, and then skid their bikes across the. So it used to make a massive mess. 
So if you were, your job was to brush up, then you would not want that to be happening on your watch. So what I used to try and do is get to them as quickly as possible, chat to them about anything, about football, their bikes, what's on the telly, anything at all. And what happened was somebody from one of the concessions, Liquor Save, was a part-time youth worker. Yeah. And she got her boss along and said, actually, this girl actually has got some really great skills in terms of connecting with young people. And uh, why, why don't you kind of have a chat to her about what youth work's about? He did. He came and spoke to me. He said to me, why don't you try um, doing a couple of nights in a youth club? I did. I hated it. And he, this is the thing. This guy came back. This guy came back when I was on the till and said, look, I've been thinking about this. Just give me one more chance. This guy said to me, give me one more chance. Why don't you try detached work? Why don't you try detached youth work? And that was where you basically are working on the street with young people, group of youth workers working on the street with young people and looking at developing activities with them. I did. I loved it. That guy then continued to mentor me. I actually got then got a part. So I did volunteer work. I got a part-time job, went on to John Moore's University, then got a full-time qualification working um, in terms of youth and community work. But the point is, he came back. He helped me connect my skills into a future situation. And that, for me, is, is about access to opportunity. Gosh, yes. Those volunteer mentors are the lifeblood of the development of the people within the business. I, I first got involved with, uh, with Young Enterprise myself with the company programme. And I currently deliver some employability skills as well as the young money. And there are three different very different outcomes. Um, what do you look for within your volunteer community and how do you support those really important people? You're absolutely right, Laura. They are the volunteer, volunteers are the lifeblood of this charity, um, the lifeblood of many voluntary organisations, the backbone of many of our communities. Um, and and I, think, I think what we look for really is that we look from people with a range of experiences from a range of industry sectors um, you know, we've got really diverse communities that we serve and it's really important that young people get access to that diversity of experience when they're in school because, you know, the, as we've said before, um, we've got a really fast-paced, changing world of work. So what we're looking for is belief in the potential of young people and interest in them, in supporting them, develop those skills and helping them to reflect how they could develop those and transfer those skills into new situations. I also think there's some benefits there for the volunteers themselves. I think that um, there is, I guess, that investment in the workforce skill set supply, so that future pipeline talent. Um, I guess it enhances or it can enhance the business profile of the local area of your business. Um, we do feel that we get a sense of increased staff satisfaction. We get some feedback in terms of um, volunteers saying that actually they do feel professional development opportunities are there. Um, that they benefit personally and I do feel that that actually that connect that intergenerational connect is a really really important one um, and very often teachers will feed back that young people engage really really well with someone that's able to you're nodding there Laura that they can engage with somebody who can share their experience uh, very often if it's someone within their local community. But one of the things that I suppose I wanted to sort of understand was so, so you've talked about why are you becoming and wanting to make it more accessible and more inclusive um, for, for the young people. How can businesses within those communities help you to achieve that? That's a great, great question, Nigel. Thank you. Um, 
So I guess when we're looking at the future economy, we're passionate, I think, as an organ, you know, as, as a new CEO, I think it's really important that we play our part in building the future resiliency of this country, the future economic resiliency of, that, of this country. And what that means is that we involve all the key players and all the key future players. So what that means is being able to connect with young people across our communities. We can't do that unless we're actually looking at involving our, our full communities as a, as a whole. And um, business is absolutely central to that. And small businesses particularly are, you know, are, are really important. Over the next three years, we want to provide young people with a million opportunities to build enterprise and financial capability across our communities. And we just can't do that alone. So we need to work together with teachers who are crucial, um, valued partners, our, our alumni, and um, business engagement is critical, both in terms of funding those opportunities, but also about building a diverse and inclusive volunteer community. What we know is that diversity breeds innovation, that diversity actually builds better communities, better products, um, you know, because it's about having different voices around the room, connecting with different experiences, um, it's, you know, recognising the, the contribution of those voices. Um, and, uh, and I feel that the business, a variety from a variety of different sectors, has a lot to contribute to that. You've got um, 11 volunteers on your board of trustees, haven't you? Must be really difficult to please all 11 all of the time. How do you approach that part of your job? I'm, I'm kind of guessing it's not that much different to the diversity aspect of what you've been talking about with the communities and the volunteers. But nevertheless, having 11 volunteers on your board is, is, is quite demanding, isn't it? Yeah, we've got um, we've got a fantastic board of trustees. Actually, we've got a, a brand new chair, Simon Lewis, who joined us um, in in January, and he's a very keen advocate of of, of social mobility. Um, and then and the, remember that the, the trustees themselves are volunteers, um, and that, you know their 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 role is to support and challenge us to be the best we can in delivering for young people. Um, we we have very uh, constructive, lively, spicy debates sometimes, uh, but we once we've agreed a strategy. Um, which we have, we've, we've agreed the No Time Like the Future strategy, which, which kicks off this year. It's their role to help the team deliver. And, and what we've got is a really good mix of, of, of volunteers on that board. So we've got people from education, we've got people from business, we've got a couple of alumni there. Um, all of them are very keen in experiencing the programmes, coming along to volunteer on the programmes. Um, so it, it, it feels that it does, I mean, it sounds a bit, a bit kind of that you might say, well, you won't expect you to say that, but it, it does feel like a team and it does feel like they are very supportive. They will challenge if they feel actually that, I mean, at the end of the day, we're accountable, but they will challenge actually if it feels that we, we are perhaps not going down the right road. But it, yeah, it's, I, I, think, I think it's a good constructive relationship and, I, and, and they are, I think, um, I think they're very alive to the challenges we have, as many voluntary sector organisations do within you know, the current climate. It's, you know, it's challenging fundraising-wise, but also there's some fantastic opportunities for us um, you know, at the start of this decade. Definitely, definitely. Sharon, thanks very much for your insights today. It's been sort of great to hear sort of more about what, what you want to achieve over the, sort of the coming years. Um, it would be great if our listeners could make contact with you or with Young Enterprise if, if they wanted to 
take part and to contribute? How might they do that? Yeah, I, I think I think the best, that would be great if anybody was interested in in in, uh, in working with us. We'd love to have more people involved. I think the best way is through our, our website, and our website is www.y-e.org.uk, and you can click on Get Involved and volunteer with us, and just basically you know, um, just bring us uh, your contact details, and we'll come back to you straight away. Well, that's me, Laura McCarry at The Hidden Edge. Thank you again to Sharon. And I'm Nigel Davey from SME Needs. Please do make contact with any of us if you're looking for some sound business advice whenever you need it. Oh, and um, please don't forget to comment on or like, follow and share this podcast. (laughs) 